Welcome, Liz. Thank you so much. We're so glad to have you here. And I, I was reading your bio, and I read that you're a member of the New Neighborhood. I mm-hmm. looked it up online, and the website makes it look both fascinating and scary. What, what is the New Neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, they're doing the exorcist. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a multimedia company that produces works on TV and stage and musical projects. It was born out of, I did this show called These Paper Bullets by Rollin Jones and directed by Jackson Gay. And I guess it's, it's kind of their brainchild. Yeah, there's, there's always really exciting things happening with New Neighborhood. I was also reading that you were in a production of Servant of Two Masters. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm curious yeah. about what that experience was like. I mean, I am probably quite biased. I adore Chris Bays as a teacher, as a director, as a human being. I'm actually currently apprenticing him his clown and comedia classes. I would probably say that his clown classes have changed me more than any other acting classes. And it's just such incredibly beautiful work to watch actors <laughs> Sometimes yeah. when I talk about this work, I feel a little bit like I'm in a cult because I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, I think to most people it's like clown, really, and they've just pictured like the circus clowns with the big shoes. But this is like it's a little scary. We've all been traumatized. In the context of comedia, what 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 does clowning mean? Well, I mean, clown and comedia are kind of two separate things. But really, the, what the clown work is is being able to find like the imagination and the playfulness sort of like what that imagination and playfulness that young kids have that's often socialized out of us he was saying something really that made a lot of sense to me the other day saying like you know sometimes an actor or a writer or a person like a grown-up in the arts will say like oh i'm blocked or or, i i wrote this really great thing and i'm never going to be able to write anything that good again and a kid doesn't like look at his pile of legos and say ah i made a really great lego thing last week i'm never going to be able to build anything that good again i'm not going to even bother it's just this idea that like kids aren't blocked by stuff like that one of the most interesting moments i had in the clown class that i took was when you close your eyes and the instructor put an everyday object in front of you and you had mm-hmm. to approach that object as if you had never seen it before. Yeah. As it had been dropped from some alien planet. It could be a pen. So you don't know that it clicks. You don't know that it writes. And you have to discover all this stuff. Yeah. And what I found most interesting about that exercise was mentally how you had to really sort of go back to like this sort of neutral place. And I found that incredibly exciting in terms of how that translated to acting work. I mean, I guess I can sort of more clearly identify how I used clowning in the last Shakespeare play that I did. And that was The Winter's Tale. And I played the third gentleman in that scene in Act 5 when, you know, the three people come out and describe the meeting of the two kings, you know, the reunion. Mm -hmm. And there's this clown exercise called The Most Beautiful Thing in the World. And you come from offstage, and offstage is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in the world. And your objective is to come on stage and tell everyone in the audience about it. But the obstacle is that it's so beautiful that you you can't tell us. Like, you don't have the words, or it's just... It was such an overwhelming experience that you can't communicate. You can't fully communicate the beauty. 
And so I used that exercise when I was working on The Third Gentleman. And it was it was so interesting to use that. A lot of people think that clowning is physical. And I, th- and I, I approached it the same way. But what I, like I said, what I found most interesting was it was so mental. Yeah. Because people think about clowns and like, you know, loose limbs and lots of movement. Yeah, I mean, the clown definitely doesn't just live in their head. The, the clown lives in, in the full entire body. You know, part of the warm-up is like moving your curious feet and your enthusiastic legs and like finding the sparkly fun stuff that's in your middle you know so there's it's there is definitely an attention to every part of the body and I think the hope is that if you are able to you know remove judgment and you know imaginatively breathe into the full body that the full body will react and it's not necessarily a loose limbs thing but you know, maybe you jump for joy instead of just being joyful from the neck up. 